Hello, and welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hey guys, Buddy C. We have Kurt and Craig and Marla and Alder with us today. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Great. Everybody good? Okay. Okay, we're talking about the 16th chapter today, which is got some really, really, really good stuff. It's a lot of, uh, anyone got any comments on the 16th? I know you guys, some of y'all read this and study it beforehand. Any any epiphanies before we start the reading that y'all want to share? I have a question. Yes. Hey, you're on the 16th chapter. Are you talking about this book here, the Wayne Dyer book? We will be in. We will be discussing the sixteenth in the Wayne Dyer book, and we're on the sixteenth verse. Which, okay. Uh, I don't know if you've got the link, Alder. Here's the link for it. If you don't have it in a written form or some other form, I just put it in the chat. Okay. All right. I understand now. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, and then we'll talk about the Wayne Dyer commentary too, as part as one of the commentaries that we discuss. And he's got some really good stuff. This on this one, he's got several just really, really. And the, the essence of this for me is thinking about the fact that all of life, all of nature is cyc- cyclical. You know, it has its beginnings and its ends. And the thing in recovery this reminds me of is that this too shall pass. And that if we keep in mind that the only constant is change, that we can be at peace in what's going on in life if we learn not to hold on to these things and be empty in regards to not letting all of this pass. So that, for me, seems to be the big takeaway from this whole 16th verse. So lots of good stuff here. So. I want to start with reading the four uh, the four translations, and I'm going to share my screen. Okay, can y'all see the four translations? Yeah. Okay. Uh, empty yourself of everything. Let the mind become still. Ten thousand things rise and fall while the self watches their return. Ten thousand things is talking about everything. So it says everything. Um, rises and falls watch their return they grow and flourish and then return to the source returning to the source is stillness which is the way of nature the way of nature is unchanging knowing constancy is insight not knowing constancy leads to disaster knowing constancy the mind is open with an open mind you will be open hearted being open-hearted, you'll act royally. Being royal, you'll attain the divine. Being divine, you will be at one with the Tao. Being at one with the Tao is eternal. And though the body dies, the Tao will never pass away. Okay. Empty your mind of all thoughts. Let your heart be at peace. Watch the turmoil of beings, but contemplate their return. In other words, uh, there's a verse out of the uh, book of Thomas that talks about being a passerby, letting all this stuff just flow. Um, it's interesting. The whole goal of this looks to me to empty our mind. 
to not hold on to these things. Each separate being in the universe returns to the common source. Returning to the source is serenity. If you don't realize the source, you stumble in confusion and sorrow. When you realize where you come from, you naturally become tolerant, disinterested, amused, kind-hearted as a grandmother, dignified as a king, immersed in the wonder of the Tao. You can deal with whatever life brings you, and when death comes, you are ready. And you have all of that because you realize where you come from. You realize that you're, you're in this path of going and returning, that you're all part of the same source, that you start, and you start all that with emptying your mind. That's, you don't start it by getting a degree or, or learning, the, uh, learning the magic formula. I want a magic formula. I want a pill. Yeah. Tell me about it. You know, I don't want it to be this easy. (laughs) Or this simple, not this easy. I guess that'd be a better way to say it. You know, if you can can empty your mind of all thoughts, your heart will embrace the tranquility of peace. How simple is that? That when we learn to let go and not carry all this crap, how much we're at peace just by not holding on to these things, you know? Watch the working of all creation, but contemplate their return to the source. You watch the working. You don't get involved in that. Keep your hands off. Let the mud settle. All those things that we talk about. And what you think about is their return to the source. In other words, what you think about is it's all by plan and design and it's all going to work out like it's supposed to mm-hmm. without your interference. Mm-hmm. That's what I see in that. Interrupt me anytime, guys. All creatures in the universe return to the point where they began. Returning to the source is tranquility because we submit to heaven's mandate. Why is it tranquil? We're powerless. We're powerless. Returning to heaven's mandate is called being constant. So now this one talks about being constant is what he says. But but doing this submission is, uh, in this translation, he calls that being constant. Knowing the constant is called enlightenment. Not knowing the constant is the source of evil deeds because we have no roots. By knowing the constant, we can accept things as they are. Hmm. By accepting things as they are, we become impartial. By being impartial, we become one with heaven. By being one with heaven, we become one with the Tao. Being one with the Tao, we're no longer concerned about losing our life because we know the Tao is constant. We're one with the Tao, no longer concerned with losing our life. And all that comes from submitting. Being powerless. Wow. Yeah. Now, here's the modern translation, Aldra. This is the one that the guys uh, is most recent. Keep your head clear. Stay calm. Watch as everything happens around you. Everything reverts to its original state, which was nothing. And when something becomes nothing, it gets right with the Tao. How much is that like 
emptying your mind, when something becomes nothing, it gets right with the Tao. If you don't understand that, you're going to screw up somewhere down the line. If you figure it out, you'll always know what to do. If you get right with the Tao, you won't be afraid to die because you know you will. So far, this has been the most um, mind-blowing chapter that we've read (laughs) because it just tells you how to do it. Yes. Yeah. But what what I really like to know is how do you do it and live in this world? How do you do it? And you got to do it and balance real life. Yes. You got to, you know, buy groceries and shit. I think that's where the the simplicity comes, Marla, uh, in, um, in staying in the moment. For me, what that means, and, and there's some really good commentaries that, that address that specifically. But for me, it, it keeps going back to this idea of submitting the present moment to whatever, whatever the God of our understanding, whatever that is, and offering your moment up as an offering to use, and then respond in your interactions rather than react and be a giver in your interactions. You know, it goes back to that same thing of, for me, of what can I do for you instead of what you can do for me, you know? Okay. And being, you know, being kind instead of demanding. You know, all those things that, you know, everyday life, uh, for me, that would be giving the person in front of me that's going slow, because I, I live on a slow road, but everybody goes fast, except the person who doesn't know, okay? And that person goes slow, but they don't know you don't really go slow on this road, even though the speed limit is 35, you go 50, 55, okay? So we're all barreling, and then this one one old man's riding along. I had one morning, I was going to a meeting, and uh, uh, Sunday morning, and this guy was slow poking, and I had to meet a sponsee, and I was running late, and I was riding this guy's ass, like, I mean, I was right on him the whole way, and he went right in with me, pulled into the parking lot at the clubhouse, right into the clubhouse. Like, oh, shit. And the poor fellow, I didn't know him. His wife had just died, and he was trying to find a meeting. You know how I felt? <laughs> this has been a couple of years ago, you know, when I was really start just learning. I said, you know, I've got to be more considerate of other people. It was not important. That was not an important thing, you know. Nothing's really that important, you know. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking about that and said, you know, I don't know what situation is going on. So can I make this moment about that person and give my space, and let it be, you know, and just go, go with the flow, you know, be nice to the lady at the checkout when she doesn't know what she's doing. You know, I can check out quicker than she can, but that's okay. You know, I'll, you know, she's doing her thing, you know, all those type things, you know, uh, that day to day stuff. It's funny that driving is the one thing that we all have in common. We just hate other people's driving. Um, and that could ruin the day. You know, if somebody cut us off or something, it could ruin the day. But it shouldn't. So um, that's a, a pretty good awareness you have there, buddy. So, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on the path of that. I still have a ways to go, though. You're human. Yes. 
And that's the thing. This is not about being perfect. It's about being aware, you know, and being submitted in more moments of the day and being empty. If you want to talk about it with this verse, being empty in more moments, because we can't, we learned what was the 15th one we talked about where it said, uh, for only those who are not full are able to be used. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I know, uh, I'll, I'll put that so y'all can read it. Here it is. It's the last part of the 15th verse there. The master doesn't seek fulfillment for only those who are not full are able to be used, which brings the feeling of completeness. See, that's the goal. And here we are talking about being empty, talking about the same thing, really. Uh, so all about the letting go business. And uh, I mean, that this is not a, this is not a, uh, complex thing. It's a very simple thing, but we have to let go of ourselves. It's the self-sacrifice instead of self-help. You know, that's what this is about for me. That's how what I see. So, any comments before we start in the commentaries? Um, I'd like to say something. Sure. In that third translation, the J. H. McDonald translation. Uh huh. That second. The second stanza where it says, um, all creatures in the universe return to the point where they began. Returning to the source is tranquility. Oh, where'd it go? I lost it. Because we submit to heaven's mandate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, what I was going to say is that, that to me that speaks to all people being on the path, even if, even if you, um, can you scroll up a little bit? Yeah, there we go. Um, returning to the source of tranquility because we submit to heaven's mandate. And, and the, we're all on the path, whether we realize we're on the path or not, we're all on the path returning back to our source. And at the point when you can realize that, I think it, if you scroll down, it's, it talks about that a little bit. When you realize that, you can kind of, let go of the need to control because, um, you know, when you submit to heaven's mandate, it's almost like um, what I envision um, the enlightenment part is if you can really get a hold of that and the grasp of that is what I envision like heaven on earth would be like. So um, also I think this part here where it says, not knowing the constant is the source of evil deeds. So not realizing this is just a source of great anguish for people. And that's when you are constantly trying to control and, and then, and then believing that there's like a, the idea of separation that God is way out there somewhere. And I'm over here when God is really in here. Right. It's just you creating the awareness. He's always been there. It's just how aware of it have you been. Right. Exactly, Oliver. Good stuff. Yeah, and I like that. I like that you brought up that. Uh, although I would, I'm drawn to Stephen Mitchell, but basically the same thing. Because I, I think I was confused at first, and and I, I got to be careful when um, I go into confusion because it's another way of me not digging deeper. It's, it's kind of an excuse for me. I realized, uh, anyway, so it says, if you don't realize the source, you stumble in confusion and sorrow and realizing the source, I thought, okay, so what I'm going to go back to not being born or, or something like that. But 
it's more they're talking and, and I'm this is more of a question um, for whoever or buddy is so it's more of an alignment right so you're aligned to the source and therefore you can realize tolerance and disinterested and you're amused and kind-hearted as a grandmother kind of thing I think it's acceptance Kurt it's acceptance yeah I think it's acceptance that everything is as it should be keep your hands off of it you're going to screw it up. You're not going to fix it. Well, I've proven that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying that to me. That's what I, that's what I see, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it really makes a lot of sense. You know, um, but that's, you know, and it all starts for me, not by trying to figure it out, but by emptying my mind. That's why my meditation practice is so important to me. Yeah, and the emptying of the mind is a whole nother thing for me. And I, I mean, I'm pretty well-versed on meditation, it's not that easy sometimes. But I, I guess if you're making the effort, you know, you're always going to have thoughts. But that's that's the one part I, I'm, I'm, I struggle with because I've meditated so much. But I, I think you're right. You can't get quiet without meditation. I think you're right. I can't. Yeah. I, can't. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, and, and there's a lot of different ways to meditate. I was listening to uh, the 10% Happier podcast the other day, which I really have gotten to really like. And he was talking about a meditation he did while he run, while he ran, a running meditation. And, um, and I've, I've, you know, there's a lot of different ways to meditate other than sitting on the mat in half Lotus for 30, you know, forever, how long a day, you know, kind of thing, you know? Um, but, um, I've been practicing a standing meditation with doing my, uh, brocades after my brocades yes and uh so you know that's i mean there's all kinds of ways i I think it's all about the emptying of the mind you know is really it and learning how to do that uh uh with less conflict you know less disturbance and uh it helps me with everything because i could and you could take this and think about it in regards to a specific thing let's say you were thinking about this in regards to uh drugs or alcohol or food or your relationship with a significant other, you could take and apply this verse just to that. You could say, okay, what preconceived thoughts do I have about my spouse? Um, you know, and, and go down the list and, and see how you're trying to control, you know, I mean, just like we do, like I do with the steps, I take the steps and do that with things you know, and, um, and do the same thing. So you could do that with this, you know, and, um, and it would work. What am I trying to figure out in that relationship that I need to let go of, you know, and, uh, anytime I'm fighting anything. So, oh, hey, Kate, how are you? I'm okay. You snuck in there. I didn't see you. I did. Yeah. I accidentally overslept this morning. So <laughs> we I didn't wait on so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you made it. Um, yeah. But we're on the 16th, so we just got through reading it, fixing and talk about the commentaries. Do you have uh, any comments at this point? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's let's go to the commentaries then, unless, it's, unless somebody has something else. I was going to see what notes I had on this um, before I went there. Let's see. Acceptance. Uh, Change from making it happen to watching it happen. 
nature is an example of of uh, providence. All starts with emptying. Uh, every step is on the path. Audrey, you talked about that. Uh, empty, watch, returning to the source by submitting, becoming nothing. That's the four steps I saw in that. Empty, I watch, I return to the source by submitting, and then I become nothing. So, and I'm becoming nothing doesn't, I don't think means I'm nothing. It's just that myself that conflicts with the Tao becomes less. That's the nothing, I think. So, I think this is in incredibly practical. Um, all right. We'll talk about the uh, Mitchell. Yes. You got something before, you, before you go, can I just jump in there? Just to be talking about the acceptance and the um, the source. Yes. Um, what, what is the source? What, 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 what do we as individuals think the source is? Um, oh, that would be the power. That would be your higher power. The source would be the Tao, yeah. your higher power, the the God that's taught you ever what tag you put on, ever how you see that. Okay, could, could the source also be where we came from? That is the source, though. Could, could the source be? Yes. Could the source be considered? I'm sorry? Could it, could it also be considered? Could, could, the, could the source be considered as a soul? As a soul? I don't yeah. know. It could be, it I is. guess. Because it, it talks, it talks about your beginning and your end, um, and I think there is only one ultimate beginning, and that's your birth. And I think there is only one ultimate end, and that's your death. But I think um, from what from what it's saying, Craig, that it doesn't think that is the beginning and the end. That we came out of this um, our power, this source that, and then we're and everyone's returning to that. So we're all part of the whole. It's not a you know, a lot of times we have this dualist thinking that we're separate from everything when what this is what this is saying is that we're not. But we're all attached, we're all connected, and that our life is a temporary thing. That's why it doesn't it says at the end there talks about that we we're not worried about our death. So that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm seeing in that is that it's more than us. So a thought about that, Craig, um, because I thought a lot about what source is. Uh -huh. um, I know it's it's nothing hold, you can hold, see, touch. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But yep. you know, I realize I'm a manifestation of the universe. You know, and mm -hmm. I, I have to do what the universe does. And I liken that to almost like a plant that. Um, grows and dies and grows and dies every year and you know yeah. how does that happen we don't really know but that's us too you know yeah no, I, I thought about that because with you know um it goes on quite a bit about um about letting let, letting things go and we're just just discussing acceptance uh, and if, if we accept if we accept the fact that things are going to change and you know the, the ultimate change is going to be that we're no longer going to be here and um, I think if we accept that, um, then I think it's going to make it less 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 painful 
um, for, for want of a better word, um, we can accept. It doesn't matter how, how much we fight it, it's going to happen, so we're as well accepting it and, and being, being at one with it. Um, and then at the same time, we have to realise that we're powerless over it. There's nothing we can do. Um, just the exact same as we're, we're powerless over our, our internal struggles with, with our addictions. Um, I think that once once we finally accept that thing, then it, it becomes easier to, to see things in a, on a big plane. You know, I, I can think of it sometimes too, Craig, like if I zero it down to when when I realized that all of my life was not up to me to make happen, you know, that I could let go of so much stuff, then, you know, that's part of the same process of just letting go of all these things that we hold on to. Uh, that caused a lot of this anguish that they're talking about here, you know. And when I emptied my mind of those things and quit carrying all of that, then, uh, you know, like I, I worked a lot of that out, like the four through nine steps, you know, letting go of my character defects and, and forgiving the folks that I held stuff against and making amends and all that. That's part of this mind emptying for me, too. That's how, for me, this applies to the program, you know. Um, it's just a, another way of saying the same thing, you know. Um, okay, this is uh, Stephen Mitchell, the one that wrote the second translation there, did the second one. Emptying your mind. This doesn't mean suppress your thoughts, but step back from them. Insight in the Tao has nothing to do with the intellect and its abstractions. When we step out of self-consciousness, we step into Tao. Uh, he quotes uh, uh, Lin Ching C. The mind is originally empty, and only when it remains empty without grasping or rejecting can it respond to natural things without prejudice. It should be like a river gorge with a swan flying overhead. The river has no desire to retain the swan. Yet the swan's passage is traced by its shadow without any omission. Another example, which this one applies to me more, that one went way over my head. Uh, this one, though, I, I kind of see a little. A mirror will reflect all things perfectly. Whether they're beautiful or ugly, it never refuses to show a thing. Nor does it retain the thing after it is gone. The mind should be as open as this. A mirror reflects all things perfectly. It never refuses to show a thing, nor does it retain the thing after it is gone. And, you know, did y'all read the Tao of Pooh, Winnie the Pooh? Not yet. This is one of the examples that he gives. And I wrote these, I wrote these down when I was doing, uh, uh, we should reflect like a mirror flow like water and respond like an echo. So our mind should be like that mirror where, you know, what's, you know, what it sees is not dependent on the mirror. The mirror just reflects what's there and it doesn't hold on to the image either. It just lets it go on. So, you know, for me, it's the lack of holding on that's really important uh, because I want to hold on to things, you know, I want to. I want to resist things I don't like, and I want to hold on to things I do like. 
I don't. I, I want to be a vague mirror and not show the things I don't like. But then I want to keep the things that I do. So uh, I'm not very much like a mirror. I think that's quite a good play in words where the mirror reflects things perfectly because it sees everything as it is and yeah. everything as it is is perfect um, because that's how it's meant to be. Um, that's, that's a great play in words for, for the description of it. You know, and, and it's not the, the mirror. You, you don't blame the mirror for what it sees. You don't say, that's a bad that I got to do something with that mirror. <laughs> I don't like what it's showing. <laughs> you know, you can't, you know, it doesn't work that way. You know, it's not the mirror's fault, you know. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, there's a, there, you could go down a whole rabbit hole there. Well, I like that first part you read, just going back a little bit, because <laughs> I was struggling with that whole, I, I couldn't get my mind off it about emptying your mind, empty, you know. <laughs> He keeps on saying that, you know, and it's like, no, it's not that easy. But, but stepping back from your thoughts. Okay. So in other words, that what he's saying is it's, it's, you're not controlling your thoughts, but you're just not, you're not engulfed in them. You're not believing them. You're not acting on them. Is that, is is that No, no more than a mirror controls what it reflects, Kurt? Yeah. To me, this is this is going back to becoming the observer of your thoughts. Where yes. You just observe yes. them and you note them. You don't judge them one way or the other. You just are like, okay, there. I just had a thought about this, and I just had a thought about that, and they come and they go, and you just are observing them as they do so. Which goes back to that's you just described what they call noticing in meditation, where oh, there it is. There's a beginning, and then there's an end, and that's interesting. Oh, okay, but you're not attached to it. Yeah, that makes a lot of to sense. Me, to me, the observer is the part of us that is most connected <laughs> to source, you know? That's the part of us that is going back to the conversation about what is source. That's how you can really get in touch with source is through meditation because it's the observer that is, is most closely connected in my, in my way of thinking. Interesting. Because it's the one that's let go the most. It's the emptiest one. No, she's right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. There's a, there's a, um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Rumi that I thought of when we were talking about that, that says that uh, it's a Rumi poem that says, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. Exactly. Hmm. 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 You are not the universe. You are of the universe. It's all the same. This is all just the beginnings. This is mindfulness. Mm-hmm. If you want to put it in, you know, 2018 terms, it's, you know, not believing what you think, becoming aware of your thoughts, um, you know, not, and not being attached to those thoughts. And, it, and it's know? part of acceptance. And that's what mm-hmm. meditation is. Meditation for me on the truest form is about truth. I mean, the, what comes to me in a meditation, it when I let it all go, it's it's what really is, and and I, it's hard to explain that, but um, but that's the way I was taught in meditation. You know, like the truest form, um, where you really realize. I mean, I've heard, I I mean, I've cried a couple times in meditation. Um, I've done a death meditation. Um, but I've heard it's really uncomfortable, you know, if you really dig in deep, 
And it's because of the truths that come in. So, I mean, it's about acceptance. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's about mindfulness. That's good stuff. Thank y'all. I'm getting a lot out of this today. I'm whipped. This, uh, uh, stepping back. Let's talk about this a little and then we'll, we'll, we'll save the other commentaries for next week because we've, we've got a lot to absorb. Uh, let's talk about this noticing our thoughts for another minute rather than uh, suppressing them. Cause it says that, uh, rather than suppress your thoughts, we step back from them. But how do y'all see that? Does that speak to your practice in some way? Working on it. Um, you know, a realization I had not too long ago was that I basically treated my husband the way I hate that he treats me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I th- that I thought was a major thought. And um, I was aware that I thought that. And I ch- also changed my behavior because of it and the way I thought about him because of it, mm-hmm. which makes me much happier. When I first started this thing, I thought that uh, I did not realize my thoughts were separate from me. I thought they were, yeah. I thought they were part of me, and they're not. You know, just because this thought comes in doesn't mean, you know, if I have a bad thought, doesn't mean that I've done something wrong. <laughs> I can let that thought. I can choose to let that thought go. I don't have to act on that thought. You know, I always thought all those things were part of me, but they're not. I can just let those things go. Just like they're talking about here. We don't suppress it. We just step back from it. We notice it. Um, I was, I do a headspace meditation a lot and he, he has a couple of really good examples. The car, the freeway that, you know, you get out of you on the side, watch the cars go by. You don't get in the way and let them uh, run over you. You just let them go on, you know, yeah. or the clouds the same way, you know, sit on the hillside and watch the clouds go by. And so, uh, and when you're dealing with those, you, uh, you just notice them like you're touching them with a feather, not hitting them with a hammer, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, anyone else with any thoughts on that? I, um, think, I think Audrey is right. You know, in that, and what you said too, it's, when you begin to observe those, your thoughts, you, you know, it's like, well, where is that thought coming from? Because I'm here and that thought is there. It's kind of going across like a, like a, like a, a, a rolling billboard or something in a way. And it's, there's some detachment to it, but it, you know, getting there. Um, and I could, I could go meditate after this meeting and I could just be filled with thoughts. I just never know what, what's going to happen. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's on a daily basis where I, I don't know. It's, I struggle with it. I struggle well, with Kurt, it. How do you draw your, in meditation, how do you, how do you come back? What do you, when you see yourself off, you know, out, you know, your mind wandering. You I just come back to breath usually. Breath. Do you count? Do you use a count to do that or? No. Um, 
if I'm really whacked out where I'm just going, if stress is going through, you know, in my life and stuff, I'll do like a box breathing just to settle myself down where it's, I count maybe seven breaths in, seven breaths hold, seven, seven count, breathe out, exhale. And then at the bottom, I'll hold for another seven seconds, six seconds, something like that. And that usually calm me down. Mm-hmm. Um, the box breathing, I can't do it more than two or three times, but usually it'll bring me back. But, um, and, and sometimes I just try to notice that this is the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's, I, I'm not controlling my meditation either, you know? So maybe this isn't the way my meditation is supposed to be because I don't want to get frustrated and, and get mad and say, I'm doing it wrong because I think meditation, it's like, when you say you're doing it wrong, it's like, well, go walk on that beach, but don't do it wrong. You know, it's, it's not, you can't really do it wrong. You just got to go back to breath. And if a thought comes in, notice it. But I think Audrey was onto something. I just seem to forget these things sometimes. I'm so I'm glad she brought it up. You know, that, too, that was good. Anyone else? I was, I don't know why it reminded me. Do y'all watch, uh, did y'all watch Parks and Rec? Ron Swanson, the guy that's kind of the the one of the, they made him go to a meditation uh, retreat, and of course he's uh, he's the opposite of meditation. And he he went in, he wouldn't sit down, he just stood there, you know. And he came out after, and I said, he said, I don't know what those other or what those kooks were doing. He says, I didn't think about anything. I just sat there. I didn't let a thought in or out the whole time I was in there. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> And he was fussing, but he was yet he was doing what he, <laughs> you know. And I thought, you know, I said that's uh, that's what meditation is. It's not accomplishing anything, you know. If I if I try, I am meditating, you know. Uh, so it's uh, it's like the other things we keep, we gotta we gotta keep this simple, don't we? It's a practice. The whole thing is so simplicity. Any comments before we go? Everybody good? Well, what we'll do next week, we'll take this up. I've got two other good commentaries, and we'll talk about, if y'all want to meditate on this this week, and if you have any more thoughts come up with this, we'll we'll discuss them at the same time. But there's there's so much good stuff here, because we've got a lot to talk about acceptance and being on the path and letting things just happen and learning mm-hmm. to submit and be empty. And then uh, that's our way to, you know, way to this piece that we're looking for. So, yep, yep. Everyone good? So, what books? What books do you have? The Wayne Dyer book is that it that you're referring to? Okay, I have three books uh, that I use. I have the Tao Te Ching, Stephen Mitchell. It's got a little commentary. Usually, his commentary is not that much, but this time he had a good one. Usually, he's got maybe a couple of sentences, but uh, I've got that one. Uh, I've got one that I really like, which is the Tao Te Ching, Derek Lin, L-I-N, D-E-R-E-K-L-I-N, Derek Lin. He's got some really good commentaries and uh, gets me thinking. You know, he's he, his are pretty good. Then, then we talk about the Wayne Dyer, Change Your Thought, Change Your Life. You've got that one. I don't have the other two. I don't like his title, though, because I think we act our way into right thinking so I don't know if changing your thinking should be first or not. I don't know. <laughs> we change our actions and change our thoughts. But uh, anyway, I don't know. But uh, 
he's got some really good stuff. He took a whole year to write this from what I understand. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I like his, he, this week he's got some good meat in what he said about, uh, letting it go. Change is the only constant, you know, all that type thing. And when we, we understand that with every end, there's a beginning. And if we don't let stuff go, new things can't begin and goes into all of that and how all that's part of this and the cycle of life. And, and we have cycles in all these different interactions and things we have. We have cycles in business, cycles in relationships, cycles in everything. And if we don't let go of where we're at and become that passerby, we can't accept the new thing that's being created. So he goes into all of that too. So really, really good. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll take up from there next week then, guys. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.